I mean, everything is, is drawn out to a T for us. Um, and it's really important that we do that so that we provide a consistent experience across the board. And we're really efficient with, you know, as I mentioned, our time and our team's time. So that's been a huge challenge and a huge undertaking for us. And it is not at all something that we're done with or probably will ever be done with. Hello, Agency Go fam. Welcome to How to Scale an Agency, where we interview top digital marketing agency owners like Abstract Management, One SEO, and U Plus to learn how they scale to $10 million in revenue per year. If you would like to be part of a 200 plus member digital marketing agency owner community, go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up today. What is going on, everyone? We got Logan Dio from By Design. He has really interesting perspective on an agency. We were going to be talking about subscription and SaaS products today. But Logan, first and foremost, thanks for jumping on the conversation, brother. How are you doing? Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks so much. Doing uh, doing good. Uh, like I said, it's uh, it's raining a bit today, but we're, uh, we're making the most of it. Yeah. So Logan, for everyone that's listening, where are you calling in from? What do they need to know about By Design and you? Yeah, so I'm calling in from Richmond, Virginia to give you a bit of background on me and the, the company. My co-founder is actually out in LA, so we are on a completely separate coast, but we both went to school together, both worked on a couple of projects together, and for a really long time, we just did like a very, very traditional run-of-the-mill creative agency where we did you know website work, branding work, things like that. It was just him and I, nothing super complex. And we've sort of transitioned to by design of what it is today, which is basically a marketing subscription that operates a little bit more like a SaaS than probably a traditional agency. So it's been about, uh, I would say three or four years in the works, but um, certainly been a journey to get here. And uh, everything we've worked on is, has been super interesting. So super pumped to sort of share that experience. Yeah. So, I mean, look, like, you know, a lot of the agency founders we have on the show are also they come from agency world. They do a typical model, but what you're saying is you guys kind of flipped it on its head. So I guess first, could you walk kind of the listeners through what that model and subscription type SaaS type platform type model actually is? And (laughs) what was the logic behind making that move? Yeah. So two really, really open-ended questions. So I'll try to answer the best I can, but you know, the big thing for us was Our current subscription operates a lot like an agency retainer, right? So subscriptions, it's sort of a different word, right? Than, you know, retainer, but it's basically in the same vein, same concept. And for us, we sort of arrived at that conclusion because a lot of the companies that we were working with were looking for something that was really no commitments, no frills, super sort of straightforward and subscription just made the most sense. Um, People were sort of looking for something that was ongoing as well for us. So somebody that was really in the weeds with them on a day-to-day basis and was more of a day-to-day resource versus sort of a one-off resource or really just brought in for really high-level projects. So like I said, you know, we started as a traditional agency. We were doing a lot of website and branding work, but, you know, we started listening a lot to marketing managers, directors of marketing, CMOs, and that's basically our target market these days. And just sort of listening to like what their pain points were. And the biggest one for them was that we sort of uncovered was bandwidth, right? Especially in small marketing teams that they have a million and one things to do, right? You have to do copy for the content. You have to put together creative on Canva. You have to work on the SEO strategy. You have to publish out, you know, all these different posts and things like that. So there's a million and one things that a a marketer could be doing. And they just didn't have the bandwidth to do it. So we were like, have all these skills in our tool belt. 
and we really sort of feel the pain of what these people are going through. And we thought, how do we sort of do what an agency does, but really make it more of a day-to-day execution oriented company. And we sort of just, you know, over the last year and a half, when we introduced the subscription, just been sort of tweaking it every single day to really fit the model to the needs. And that's sort of how we arrived at, at where we are today. So it's no commitments month to month. People just pay a fixed rate, get a, a certain number of hours on a monthly basis. Um, and they can leverage that on any uh, marketing specialist or any designer that, you know, they have needs for on that given day. Super interesting. It almost reminds me of Hawk Media, which is a similar model month to month, pay as you want, right? You'll get a certain amount of things for that price. And I know your co-founder is out here in LA and that's where Hawk is as well. But I'm curious, since making this change, like what are some of the notable results or points of feedback that you hear from your clients? Yeah. So, I mean, for us, like I mentioned, the big thing was like, we sort of shifted where we provide the most value, right? Where initially, you know, as an agency, we provided value upfront or we provided value in those high level strategic sort of marketing or branding conversations or execution, right? But the value needs sort of shifted when we went to the subscription model to really being a daily asset for them, like almost being sort of an out-of-house, in-house team for them um, that can really operate on a daily basis to really be in the weeds with them more so than we previously were. So, and I know there's agencies out there that operate in that same capacity, right? But we really try to get as ingrained within their company as we can. And really, you know, like I said, be that extra set of hands or really be that um, resource for them that sort of acts like an in-house hire. So that's been the biggest thing for us and and where we've seen the the most value come out of our switch and also from an operation angle, right? It's like I said, I mean, we're we're operating today, especially with our product. It's called by design workspace, totally different than we were as an agency. And we're, we're sort of thinking about processes and operations more in a SaaS business model than maybe we were previously in an, in an agency business model. So I would say that's where the biggest changes, you know, sort of come from. And it's, it's totally been a different set of challenges than we've had before, which is, which has been really interesting as well, too. So tell me about that, right? There's two things that are coming out for me. Like, have you seen an increase in LTV? Like what's the longest client that's been on this model with you? And then I'm going to ask one more question. So I want to start there for our listeners and then we'll t- go to the, the challenges. Yeah, so our LTV is certainly longer because, you know, we're being more of a day-to-day resource for people. So they have longer term needs versus say, let's say a one-off project. But at the same time, I mean, this subscription is about a year and a half old. So we've had clients that have been with us from the absolute start and our churn is, is super, super low. So we've had a lot of success with keeping people around for that full let's say, what is it now, uh, 18 months to 24 months that we've actually had the subscription. And our LTV, you know, times what our average subscription price is, which is about $1,100, $1,200, you know, has been, you know, twenty to $25,000 for a lot of clients, which has been really great. And obviously that's lower and higher on some ends. But, you know, when you sort of get ingrained into the company, and I feel like I've said day to day a hundred times, but when you really get ingrained with them, it's hard for people to sort of walk away from that too because you become more of a partner and a really great resource for them. And it almost, again, feels like someone's hiring somebody in the house um, with the way that we operate. So that's been really, really powerful for us. And that's definitely been the biggest impact to our LTV for sure. 
I remember when I was first starting to scale my agency, I felt like I was running in a million different directions. And I was eventually able to scale my agency Twiz to $1.7 million per year in revenue, but not until after I had wasted so much time and money through trial and error. This is why I launched our Agency Go community, the digital marketing agency community I never had. For only $19 per month, you get access to over $100,000 in deals, discounts, tools, and resources to scale your agency. I will also personally teach you how to grow your agency through our group masterclasses. What are you waiting for? Go to grow.agencygo.io and sign up for our membership today. If after 30 days, your head is not exploding with value and you do not feel like you know everything you need to know to run your agency, I'll give you your money back. No questions asked. Again, that's grow.agencygo.io to sign up today. I love that you're able to kind of change the model to end up keeping clients longer. So there are probably people listening. They're like, holy shit, this is really cool. I might consider doing this myself. What are the challenges as an agency owner and service provider or subscription provider that that you guys have faced through this model? There's probably two or three of the the bigger ones, right? And I'll start with more of the obvious ones that are that probably a lot of people are listening to experience, which is hiring and processes. You know, hiring has been the biggest challenge for us, just primarily because a lot of people think about just getting sales, getting clients, which is all great. But once you sort of get to that that stage, there's sort of this plateau, at least for for us, where hiring was a really big challenge that sort of we weren't expecting and finding the right people. So that's been a really tough thing for us. And we've really tried to hammer it down because, you know, you want to find people that are, you know, willing to participate in this bottle and participate in sort of uh, being a team player, understand the processes, also having sort of that strategic knowledge in their, their um, tool belt as well. So we've sort of, you know, learned to perfect that process over time, but I won't get too much into that because I, I think that's, you know, an obvious one. And then, you know, the second one is process, which I, I think is another obvious one. And that was really, really hard for us. Um, we went from, you know, really just being a strategic organization, right? That was focused on, you know, all of our conversations were calls, right? That we had with clients. Everything was done, you know, in a Google Doc, you know, or we, you know, share through beautiful presentations or whatever. And nothing was really proselytized, and it didn't need to be, right? Especially at small scale or working with clients, it was, you know, it worked. But when you transfer sort of your model to a subscription or one that's you know purely uh, month to month, you have to be really efficient with both your time and your team's time. And that's when processes became extremely important for us. So everything down to the best way to end to end how to build out Google Tag Manager accounts for clients and then implement it and then implement X, Y, and Z. I mean, everything is, is drawn out to a T for us. Um, and it's really important that we do that so that we provide a consistent experience across the board. And we're really efficient with, you know, as I mentioned, our time and our team's time. So that's been a huge challenge and a huge undertaking for us. And it is not at all something that we're done with or probably will ever be done with. And it's probably one of the biggest time sinks that us on the leadership side have had is, is investing that time in processes, but it pays huge dividends at the end. And I can't emphasize enough how important it is as you make that leap. And I would say the third one is product. So a lot of agencies that I've come across and I could be completely off base here typically don't have their own product, whether it's a web application or mobile application. And for us, we, for a really long time, le- tried to leverage Asana, Monday.com, everything like that to interact with our clients, manage projects, keep in touch communication, and it all just completely failed. So in February of last year, we went out and using no code tools, Bubble specifically, we built our own application. 
it was absolutely awful. UX was awful, UI was awful, but it was 10 times better than all these other tools you were using because it was custom to our needs. But it was a huge investment. I mean, it was uh, five months of a lot of user research, a lot of you know research into you know how we wanted to operate, how we wanted to scale, built around our processes, and it was a big investment. And that was a hard thing for us. But once we got that out, we just learned a ton. We went for it for about five months, and then we just recently, probably about two and a half months ago, released version two of it, which we actually prioritized UI UX on a little bit more. And used all our learnings from that first five months to really build something, um, you know, awesome. So that's something that people really need to consider when they get into this stuff is, again, as you sort of shift to more of the day-to-day and more of sort of subscription model, you really have to have your processes, ops, and, and product if you decide to go down that route down. And product alone is like a completely owned department, like completely separate than, you know, what we're doing from an agency or marketing perspective. So for us, oh, that's, yeah. that's, uh, that's big. Yeah, man. Well, dude, I love, I love that. So, you know, for everyone listening, they're familiar with me, but you know, my background's with Amazon, right? But when I got into this world, my goal was to help turn agencies into Amazon level businesses. And most agencies don't know any of the stuff you're talking about, right? The SOPs, the processes, the repeatable thing, the thing that makes it easier to hire, to onboard, to train, to scale, right? You guys have a a scalable asset. Sounds like you have a, a business that can potentially 10x if given the opportunity, right? And on top of that, product, yeah, product's huge. Um, so my business partner, Lucas, he's the other podcaster on this show and the other host on this show, we've been able to build um, some really cool software off of no code, such as Bubble, to really have a, something tangible, increase lifetime value, and also just raise the ceiling of achievement because now it's an asset that we own, right? So... I really love that. And I want to ask you, gosh, because some founders are thinking about this and they're like, where do I start? I think the processes is where you need to start. Like you can't focus on product unless you have, in my opinion, until you at least have something durable, sustainable, that doesn't, that could afford to take time out of the business to focus on a completely other entity. How could people get started from your angle on the processes side? Yeah. So you hit the nail on the head. I mean, processes before product for sure, because you want to build the product around your processes. So it's as efficient as possible. But from a process perspective, it's, man, it's a grind. Like it's hard, especially when it's sort of like overwhelming. But the biggest thing, you know, it sort of ties back a little bit to hiring. But the biggest thing for us was just starting really simple in a specific vertical, right? And really perfecting that. So we offer various different things, right? Content strategy copywriting website updates instead of sort of spreading ourselves too thin we really just hammered home how can we provide the most consistent efficient experience when it comes to putting together a content strategy right instead of sort of just like writing out process documents in notion or google docs or whatever you might be using the biggest thing for us was just talking about if we were working with an agency or we were working with a company what would blow us away from an experience perspective? And for us, you know, we sort of sat down and uh, more specifically me from the ops side and really just like broke down like what sort of the internal, you know, buyer journey, even though someone's not necessarily buying this at this point of someone who would be getting content strategy. And we said, you know, it would be really great if we had their thinking, the client's thinking, right? So for us, we put together an end-to-end workbook, right? A little bit of homework for a client to do to really perfect that. And all those answers then 
you know, pull down to specific things that, that uh, tie back into the overall process. So it's hard, but you really should just start and focus on a specific piece of your business that you feel like you could really use or leverage consistency from and efficiency from and start there. With processes, it's definitely a race. It's not a sprint and you don't want to overwhelm yourself because it, it is a time sink and it is a big investment, but it pays so many big dividends down the line once you leverage it on a regular basis. So just start simple, start really small, smart with something that you feel like you spend a ton of time on. And if that requires you to do, you know, a time audit on a weekly basis to see where you spend the most time or maybe where your clients are least happy, start there for inspiration, but definitely start small, start simple and, you know, just get something on, on paper and, and iterate from there. Yeah, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head. You got to start. And I actually totally agree. Where's your time going? What I actually talk about with agency owners is what do you either dislike the most or where's your time going to the most? Cause that's what you want to systematize first. Cause if you can have someone take that over for you or really systematize it so a team member could run it better or just take it off your hands, that will give you back a lot of energy or time. And then if you have that time, you could probably invest in something more effective. Right. So Logan, thank you so much for coming on the show. Really loved everything you had to say for people that are super keen on learning more about you. Where can they find out about you or your agency? Yeah, absolutely. So they can um, hit up getbydesign.com. It's G-E-T-B-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N.com. Also on Twitter at Logan Dio, if you want to check it out there. But uh, yeah, feel free to check us out. One of the big things for us too is we work with agencies that maybe are looking to white label various services or expand their service offerings. So definitely feel free to check us out and uh, happy to, to talk to anyone who might be curious about learning more. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Well, dude, thank you so much for coming to the show. We will talk soon. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jordan.